Narcissism and shame are deeply intertwined. And a lot of times you'll hear us talk about narcissists driven by shame, shame avoidant, all those different aspects. And today I want to take a different spin on it of how narcissists will create toxic dynamics that ends up exhibiting that shame onto other people. How it actually affects you, how it actually affects like going through the relationship, the manipulative power of it. We're going to dive into all that today. Okay. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. If you haven't already, um, like, subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening on this on the podcast or watching on YouTube or any of the shorts, love to be able to have your support as we continue to grow this channel and just awareness about narcissistic abuse. My journey is showing people from my own experiences of being a narcissist, of how this has affected my life, of how it has destroyed other relationships and other lives because of not just the things that I've done, the things that I've lived, but then now how we're trying to show people how they can ultimately be free. But we have to bring about this awareness piece and also inspire a transformation in you to help you grow and help you change so that you don't get sucked into the shame cycle of being with a narcissist or the toxic abuse or the trauma bond or all the pieces that cling so tightly to you that don't let you get free. So first, let's talk about the manipulative power of shame. Shame is a huge and a manipulative thing that narcissists will use. Now, the narcissists are very adept at using shame and putting it on you because they have so much of it. And a lot of times people are like, what are they, what do they have shame from? What does it look like? Sometimes it can just be the incongruencies of the mask, the version of themselves that they're putting out there versus the truth. So like if he's a liar, there's a piece of like guilt and shame that's there, even though it doesn't seem like it, there's a piece of guilt and shame that's there that it's like, that's not who I am, but that's actually who I am because I am showing up as lying. So like there's back and forth piece. So a lot of nuances. This isn't the video for that. You can watch some of the other ones about shame. Okay. Manipulative power of shame. Narcissists oftentimes will use shame as a control mechanism, like as a way to be able to control and manipulate you. And oftentimes the way is by making you feel inferior, like you are less than, you are not as good, you are not as as powerful, as smart, as brilliant, as kind, as as loving, as as good looking as they are. Okay, like if a narcissist can make you feel shame or make you feel inferior, they get to a place where they can establish dominance over you. There's the whole aspect of control. It's like, I have to put myself in a place where I'm getting over you. I have dominance over you so that you feel less than. If you feel less than, then you're exploitable. Okay, because then a narcissist is looking at your vulnerabilities, the things that you have, and then they'll pull on those and they'll bring those out so that you feel shame from it. When you feel shame from it, you cower from it. And the narcissist is like, see, I'm in control. Narcissists will use shame to trigger, to pull things out of you, to establish dominance over you. What this does, it keeps you feeling small, keeps you feeling dependent, and it makes it easier for him to maintain power, to maintain control over you. Think of it in this way, like you might have your partner where he's constantly belittling you. He's putting you down. He's he's making snide comments and remarks about your appearance. Maybe he's been belittling you for a while now about how much time you spend at work. And you have a successful career, but he's been putting you down over and over, creating a sense of inadequacy inside you that you don't have in the workplace environment. But then it starts to creep into there. It starts to creep into your parenting. It starts to creep into all aspects of your life. This aspect of shame slowly gets in and slowly eats away. Oftentimes, narcissists are using this shame just as a distraction. Like, let me project it onto you so that I don't have to feel it myself. Like, I feel shame, so I'm going to put it on you. 
You see this so often like in the, the dynamic of where the woman is making more money than the man, where she's actually producing and showing up and he's deciding not to, whether he just doesn't feel like it, whether he doesn't have a job, whether he can't hold a job because of his narcissistic tendencies, whatever it might be. And so he's there and he's like starting to belittle and start to pull you down. Like you run a successful company is like, no, like you, you spend way too much time. Like I thought you were going to invest time in us. Like, like why, why don't you care? And you start to feel shame for the thing that you've been doing that has been impactful to many people. You start to feel shame because he's pulling on insecurities, pulling on mom guilt, he's pulling on all these different things by shaming you. It diverts your attention away from his own flaws. It diverts your attention away from the weakness that's actually inside of him that is using to project onto you so that he feels better about himself. Narcissists will use this. They'll use it to deflect blame, to maintain self-image, to look a certain way by making sure, hey, before you see me of who I actually am, let me shame you to bring you down to my level. And then you're, you're trying and you're clawing back up to the level you know you should be at or you know you can be at while he feels better about himself. Think, think of it this way, even from like an emotional stance. A narcissist like will be accusing you of being too emotional. Shifting the focus away from his own lack of empathy and making it be about you. Did he ever say you were too emotional? When you go back and you think about that interaction, was it because you were too emotional or is it because there is no empathy and no emotion from the other side? There's a difference. But oftentimes the shame will be like, oh, like I'm, I'm showing up too emotional. I'm showing up too needy. When in reality, he's not showing up at all. So this starts to like happen inside of you. Like the shame starts to come inside of you and you start to internalize it. And this is the hard part. When you start internalizing the narcissist criticism, you get to the place where you internalize the shame that's been projected onto you and you start to believe it. You start to believe the distorted narrative that the narcissist is spinning, the tale that he's selling you, telling you that you're not good enough telling you that you're not confident, telling you that it's your fault, telling you all these different lies that you start to believe. Maybe if you don't even believe them, they just start to erode away the trust that you have in you. This oftentimes will lead to depression, anxiety, frustration, and you start to show up differently in all aspects of your life. You've gotten to the place where you've started to gain weight, because he's talked talk to you so much about how you look bad. You're like, well, forget it. Like, I can't do anything. You started to lose some of your passion and drive at work. You started to interact and snap with the kids different than what you've done before because you've started to believe another narrative. The narrative that the narcissist has sold you and it starts to pull into you this aspect of low self-esteem, of self-doubt, and this aspect that you're not worth anything because of the shame that he's putting on you. You might be at the place today where you're doubting your abilities. I was talking to a client the other day and she's like, I struggle to know what to do now without him because I don't know how to do this alone. And we talked about it for a couple of minutes and I had her walk through some of the stuff. I'm like, well, what did he do? And at the end of the day, she came to the realization. She's like, I've actually been doing it alone the entire time. I just didn't think about it that way. Because he was around, 
but nothing's actually different as far as her responsibilities. She's still paying the bills. She's just still showing up for the kids. She's still doing everything in the relationship because he didn't even show up. But you'll be at a place, and I told her it's natural. I was like, you'll be at a place where it'll feel like you're incapable of doing this on your own when you already have been for years because of the narrative, because of the story that the narcissist has been putting in your head over and over and over. Then we have to actually move you to a place of breaking free. Like, can you imagine breaking free from the shame, the guilt that he's been putting on you, understanding that it has been put on you? Like the shame that you feel inside the, the toxic narcissistic relationship, it has been imposed. It has been impressed. It has been put on you. It is not a reflection of you. It is a reflection of their own dysfunction. It is not a reflection of who you actually are because that changed inside the relationship. It is a reflection of what that person brought into the relationship that you did not see in the moment. And that shame that's been imposed upon you is not your true worth. The shame that has been imposed upon you is not your true worth. But it feels like that. But it's essential for you to know that like regaining your self-esteem, regaining your self-compassion means you have to separate these two ideas. That the shame that you feel doesn't define who you are. That what the narcissist says about you doesn't actually show up because when you look at the facts of who you are, that's not who you are. That's not how you've shown up, but that's how you've been changed and morphed and molded because of the toxicity that you've been through. You can actually move to the place to challenge the shame-based beliefs that you've internalized. To challenge the things that have pushed down your self-esteem, that have been imposed upon you to actually help you move forward. How does this move forward? Part of it is by helping you reclaim the narrative. Healing from the impact of shame involves you rewiring the inner narrative, the thought process, the story that you're telling yourself, shifting from self-blame to self-empowerment. This is a process that acknowledging the reality of abuse, separating it from your true identity, understanding that is not who you are. Easier said than done. I get it. Just bear with me for a second. You start to take steps to reframe your experiences, understanding what those experiences actually consisted of. Like the reaction that you had was caused by an action that he did to start off with. This is not shifting blame. You're responsible for your actions. But understanding when you get to the place where you're pushed into reactive abuse, that's not on you. Because that person has moved themselves to a place to psychologically push you to the edge of crazy to make you respond in a way that makes you look like the abuser. But you have to separate those facts. Everybody wants to talk about the reaction. Nobody wants to talk about the action that led to the reaction. So we start to take steps to reframe your experiences, understanding that the highs and the lows, that it wasn't just great. But there were some really bad times in between, but your mind will want to take those away to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. But you have to reframe these understanding that shame imposed upon you was never a reflection of your worth. Through this, we start to find freedom. Freedom from the grip of shame. 
You see, healing, I always say, it's not a destination, it's a journey. It is a road that we are traveling on and it revolves, it involves releasing the grip of shame on your identity. The shame of being with this person for so long, of the, the, the cause and the effect that it's had on your life, the years wasted, the money that's been missed, the, the, the hurt that it's caused the kids, letting go of that and understanding, hey, I can only work on what is here, what is now. I can't fix the past, but I can change the present and I can establish a new future for myself and for my family. And embracing self-love, self-acceptance, setting healthy boundaries. All our vital steps and so much more to breaking free from the chains of shame that have been put on you. You might be at the place where you're like, I need help doing this. I need help letting go because I don't know how to let go of this weight. It wears me down. It holds me back. It, it, it doesn't help me actually grow. Because this piece of shame that goes back and forth has such a deep and, and intrinsic, huge, heavy piece that weighs on you. We have to recognize it and address it and help you move forward to be free. If you're ready today to break free from the chains of shame and reclaim your sense of self and joy and who you are, I want you to join our Clarity Challenge by going to claritychallenge.net. It's designed to guide you towards healing and empowerment and for you to actually reclaim your life, to discover that you before the narcissist, the one that actually showed up in a different way to help you actually grow, develop, and change into the person you're called to be. If you want to interact with me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to help you out there. I hope and I pray that you be free.